You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 68 of PlayStation Unchained. I'm your co-host, Mike Harridance, for this show. And joining me, as ever, is my partner in crime, Ben Shillabier-Hall. How's it going, Ben? Not too bad. How, how's it been for you? It's been a while. I haven't been on for ages, it feels like. Yeah, well, I'm um, the last... Um, actually, guys, yeah, sorry for uh, missing an episode last week, guys. Um, it's uh, just been a bit crazy. We, uh, we of course, had the Resident Evil special, which was the, um, the last podcast we recorded before this which is pretty awesome. Obviously, Ben, um, you went on that one. So, yeah, it's been a while, man. Good to have you back. Um, how have you been this week? Pretty good. It's been a good week. Um, yeah, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure I if will. You're allowed to, are you allowed to talk about that, if you know what I mean? Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's good. Well, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wicked. And uh, joining myself and Ben is our Russian comrade, uh, Demon Side Kremlin. Now, Gary Bagdasarov. Hello, Gary. <laughs> Hello, good sir. <laughs> Hello, how are you today? <laughs> Double. We kind of like talk at the same time. There. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good. How about yourself, man? I'm good. 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 Good <laughs> here. I'm good here. Just any excuse to do the Russian accent there. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> do it. Cool. Have you had a good week, Gary? I've had a pretty good week. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Wicked man. Cool. Good to have you back on the show. Um, you of course were on the Resident Evil podcast with us, and so was our next uh, and final guest, um, Neil Bolt. Uh, you joined us as well for the Resi podcast. How's it going, man? I did indeed. Yes. Hello. Um, I'm fine. Just getting to the end of a cold. So if I sound like some sort of sexual predator breathing heavily in the <laughs> podcast, it's not on purpose. I promise you. <laughs> cool. How apart from like having a cold and everything, how's the last week or so been for you? Oh, hectic! You know, we had a car breakdown. Uh, oh. The boiler boiler's broken down, so it's uh, one of those fun weeks. Oh, bugger! Just when, when everything never seems to work, kind of. Thing. That's it. <laughs> but plenty of games, so you know, always good. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of games, guys, shall we dive into the week's news from March second to seventh? We'll be covering, yeah, just like the biggest stuff. Uh, <laughs> who wants to talk Fallout Three? I'll take that as a yes. Okay. Funny <laughs> you say that because Fallout, <laughs> Fallout 3, Fallout 4, sorry. Fallout 4 will be announced at E3, says Industry Insider. This is, of course, um, Shinobi602. He's an, an, in, um, an insider who's produced quite a lot of stuff. Uh, I think he's on um, I think he's on NeoGAF as well, and he has his own Twitter account. But anyway, he says that Fallout 4 will likely be announced at E3 in June. Um, of course, Fallout 4 has been rumored for a very long time now. But this year, we have the Vesta... Um, hosting its inaugural E3 press conference. And obviously, with that comes speculation about what they're going to announce. People have been saying maybe they're going to talk about um, a new Elder Scrolls, which is probably unlikely. Fallout 4, obviously, which um, we're due a new Fallout. So, you know, I reckon it's definitely going to happen. I mean, to, to be more specific, we go to his tweets here, just down the page. Give me a sec. Uh, one guy asks, um, I know you know some things, not all, but can we expect something about Fallout on, uh, on this year at E3? Uh, he replies, I would say that's a safe assumption. And someone else says, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you rate there is going to be a fall? How do you rate there's going to be a Fallout 4 announcement at E3 2015? Uh, he replies, 11. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, we're going to see Fallout 4 announced at E3 by the look of it. Um, there was another game that people were thinking about. I can't remember. Rage, that's it, a sequel to Rage. Uh, that It was like the big, yeah, that's what, that, those were the big three. There was um, Fallout, 
Elder Scrolls and um, Rage uh, War they were going to announce, and I think um, for me personally, I think Fallout Four is going to be the likely one if they announce it. Then I don't see why not. It's definitely Juve. I mean, we haven't had a, a a numbered Fallout game since Fallout Three, which was two thousand and eight. So that's quite a while ago now. I mean, we had Fallout New Vegas two years later. Obviously, not a numbered instalment. So yeah, I think it's about time they pulled that one out of the vault, so to speak. Um, let's start with uh, Ben. What do you reckon? I'm not surprised. I expect it to be announced and released next year. Uh, next. I, I expect it to be like Bethesda showing off El- the new Elder Scrolls Online on consoles. Yeah, and then Fallout will be the like sort of how will they end the show? That would yeah. make sense. Yeah, I forgot all about Elder Scrolls on consoles. Actually, um, isn't that be, meant to? Isn't that meant to be out in the summer? It's in the next few months, I think. Oh, yeah. June, June, June it comes out. Oh, right. Oh, what a shame. That... Final Fantasy expansion comes out at the same time. I'm going to be too busy with that. Oh, what a shame! <laughs> yeah, what, what a shame. world. Okay, uh, Neil, how about you? Yeah, I mean, come on, dead sir, isn't it? It's going to happen. Yeah. Also, I'd imagine they'll show some Doom as well because that's. Oh, I forgot they've... about Doom. Yeah. Yeah, they said that's going to happen. So. That's... Yeah. What? What about um, who's Dishonored? What company is Dishonored? Same company. It is. Yeah. Bethesda. Oh, it is. Yeah. So there we yeah, go. There's, there's that. that. That'd yeah. Be nice. Yeah. There's uh, Dishonored. That was the one. I don't think it was Rage. Sorry. It was Dishonored uh, 2 that people were talking a lot about. Um, yeah. I think Rage is a, that was a one-off from what. Um, yeah. I, I don't, we don't really need a sequel to Rage. No. I never <laughs> played it. I just remember people saying it was unlikely for whatever reason. But all right. Uh, finally, Gary, what do you think? Fallout 4. Um, E3. I, I think it's about time. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, I, I think they will reveal it. They they have to at this point, or it's just going to turn into another joke, like Final Fantasy fifteen and Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. Um. So so I think it's it's pretty much guaranteed to happen. Uh, either at E three or before it at some point. Um. Yeah. People have to wait. I I don't know if it actually will be Fallout four. It might just be Fallout with some sort of subtitle, like New Vegas was, but. It, it, I'm pretty sure there will be a new Fallout announced. Fallout, I mean, yeah. There's no reason for Bethesda to have a press conference, quite honestly, if you really think about it. Like, how many games are they actually publishing? So, yeah. it, it has to be something big. And I think, like like you guys said, I think they'll show off, they'll start to show a lot of Elder Scrolls online, probably, uh, for the console. Um, maybe Dishonored 2 will be there as well. There's a... Um... Wolfenstein the Old Blood as well. It's been announced as well. Oh, so, yeah, we're about to see Yeah, Wolfenstein the New Order. Oh, yeah, the, the blood, yeah. New oh, blood. I'd say it'll be out by then, thinking about it, but yeah. They still can uh, show it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Konami showed Metal Gear Solid 4 at E3 08 when it was um, already out, like, for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's happened before. Um, keeping in... Uh, on the E3 theme, uh, Mass Effect 4 will get uh, debut trader at E3. Um, funnily enough, says Shinobi602. He's on a roll this week, or past week. Uh, writing on Twitter, the insider noted that the PS4 and Xbox One RPG sequel isn't likely to be shown in gameplay form, though a debut trader seems very likely at this point. Again, we move over to his Twitter. Uh, someone asks, what other chances we'll see, an actual, we'll see an actual Mass Effect 4 gameplay at this E3? He means in June. Um, he says, uh, I wouldn't expect gameplay. I think we'll get a trailer. Uh, another person then asks, um, let's hope a possible E3 trailer for Mass Effect digs into the game storyline now that Shepard is missing. Uh, he replies, given Shepard's arc doesn't play a role, I'm sure it'll lay down the overall plot and direction of the game. So there we go. Uh, Mass Effect 4 trailer. Um, 
I think it's about time we see something. Um, probably um, what he says sounds about right. You know, not a gameplay trailer, but an official reveal because they've been very public public about Mass Effect Four over like the last year. We know it's in development, but they've been showing a lot of stuff. Um, but it hasn't actually got a. Pro- I don't think it's got a proper announce, like a, a formal announcement, like Mass Effect, whatever it's going to be called, on PS4, Xbox One, has this, has that coming out target window whatever i mean i know they touched on it last year i think with the next mass effect that it wasn't like a proper formal announcement so i think this year i'm I'm sure we definitely get something this year because it's meant to be out next year according well again that's just a rumor but there we go but i I would be very surprised if we don't get something even if it's just a short trailer but um yeah um let's start with you neil what do you reckon the likelihood of this mass effect 4 trailer or whatever it's going to be called yeah pretty much because they've talked it up so much and all these little tidbits here and there then yeah they've got to show something even if it's just what it's called and when it's coming out it's that so yeah there's another pretty dead cert for this year i'd say cool man yeah i agree um gary how about you um i i pretty much agree i think they'll show off uh, a trailer probably like a cinematic trailer um maybe it'll have hints of of some gameplay uh i don't know i think it, it it might they they might be far along in the game development that they might show some gameplay a little bit, mm. but not too much. But it is pretty uh, far along. I think I think they said it's about well. I think they said um, some point last year. I cannot remember when it was to be specific. It might have been in the fall, but it was roughly halfway through development. But I think from what they said, it sounds like it's pretty. It's, it's it's in 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 pretty deep development, and they've got it in playable form already and stuff. They've done a lot of meetings on it, and it's running very well. They've been saying so. Yeah, it's it's well, coming they're over halfway. Then yeah, obviously gameplay for sure. Um, I think EA is going to have a pretty huge showing at this year's E3 with Star Wars and Battlefield, whatever the next Battlefield game will be. Mm. Um, but Mass Effect definitely. Um, I think they will, if they're that far, far along, I think they'll show off some, some gameplay footage of it. And hey, on a personal note, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for a Mass Effect PS4 trilogy as well. I'm really surprised that hasn't actually come out yet, but I think that would be a great way to, um, uh, I, as a precursor if, to Mass Effect 4, release that on the end If it will be coming, I think they'll release it probably two months before Mass Effect yeah. 4 out. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe on end 7 really yeah. Close to its release date. Yep, cool. Ben, uh, same question to you. I can, uh, everyone said I can see there be. I might. I think there'll actually be some gameplay though. I think it'll be a big right. gameplayish reveal because I oh, think right, they're so. quite far into development now, especially as they're only using the Frostbite engine. So it should be oh, easy yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, last I knew they were using the Frostbite engine. Whether they've moved yeah. over to Unreal. That's a good point, man. Yeah. Um, so um, you reckon they're quite far in development as well, then? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, cool. Well, that ties in with what I've heard as well. Um, sweet. Yeah, well, I will be definitely looking forward to that. That'll be one of my big ones to watch for this year, so to speak. Um, moving on, another major game. Uh, no, this is nothing to do with Shinobi 602, thankfully. We can't have too many stories from him. Um, Metal Gear Solid 5 release date leaked in IGN video. Uh, this is obviously, this was later confirmed by Konami, so this is legit. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain is due out on September 1st, 2015, and that's worldwide. So, yep, it is making this uh, year, thankfully, despite some naysayers. Um, they weren't really sure, you know, because they were holding back on that, but there we go. Um, it's obviously due out on current and last-generation consoles and PC. 
And um, they're going to be, uh, may as well combine these two. They're doing a collector's and day one edition as well. Um, ben, I think you've ordered the collector's edition, haven't you? Yep, I pre-ordered the collector's edition already. Wicked. How much is it again in UK pounds? £100. Oh, wow. 100 quid exactly. Where we go. Awesome. Well, £99.99. £99, yeah. yeah. Um, you, get a, um, you get a replica of Snake's arm, don't you, or something? Yeah, you do. A half-scale replica of his arm. Oh, wicked, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do is I'm going to get that and I'm going to put my ghost on top of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could. Oh my God, that's just, that'd be like some Kiefer Sutherland Peter Dinklage hybrid. <laughs> yeah. That was, came from the moon. <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Um, yeah, so um, I mean, it's a shame we don't have Timmer actually. He would have... Um, he would have been um, very quite excited about this because he's a massive Metal Gear fanboy. I've, well, me too, to be fair. But still, he, he I mean, in terms of knowledge and stuff, he beats me hands down. Yeah, uh, what have I you... didn't rush out and buy a pre-order it, mate. I'm not a fanboy at all because I didn't mm-hmm. rush straight out straight away to pre-order. Well, you to be honest, I completely forgot that you were a massive Metal Gear Solid fan. <laughs> I don't know why. And also, also in my defence, man, you buy a lot of collector's editions. <laughs> yeah, I might have just thought, oh, it's another one. He's... He's here to get that, you know. <laughs> but no, that's a good point. Um, so, um, guys, obviously Ben's um, forked out for that. I don't blame him, quite frankly. That looks tasty. Um, Neil, um, excited about Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain? Are you getting the Collector's Edition? I probably won't get the Collector's Edition unless I'm feeling particularly flush, but oh, I'm obviously going to be getting the game because, yes, again, I am a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. So, yeah, yeah it's, I've been waiting and waiting for this release date still kind of wish it was in the summer rather than september mm, yeah but... maybe a month or two uh, later than i thought but yeah that's um... yeah i mean july was there for the taking you know? yeah that was... would have been great yeah that really would have been great but hey i suppose officially yeah so it's the first the first major game of the like fall winter calendar yeah. really isn't it so yeah september 1st um gary how about you um i'm a little indifferent about it oh wow honestly. Uh, I, i'm happy that it has a release date i think the release date is a little too far out, especially how they've talked about how the game is pretty much done and they're just going and polishing it up and doing bug fixes and things like that. It just seems a long way out for that. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I'm happy it has a release. I'm super stoked for the game. I honestly, I haven't played Ground Zeroes yet. I bought it. I never played it because I want to play it closer to the game's release. Ah, right. right. Yeah, I want to play it and be like, oh my god, I want more, and just be pissed off that uh-huh. it's like two <laughs> years for it to come out after that. I don't it's been a year already since I played it. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I, I played mine at the review event, and I haven't actually played it since at all. I can't believe it. Not not through disliking it. I you know I gave it a good score. I just, I don't know, I just haven't gone back to it. Too much else to do. But I, yeah, I, God, has it really been a year? Yeah, March. Yeah, yeah, yeah March. Sugar. Wow. <laughs> See, I didn't swear. I said sugar. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> all right, for a minute there, Gary, when you said I'm a bit different, I thought you were like, uh, yeah, I'm not really into Metal Gear at all. I was like, what? Oh no, no, no. I love Metal Gear. Don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong on that. But like, I just feel like it's a little too far out. I don't know why they chose that such a far out date. Yeah. I um, mean, because of the competition coming out around there. I mean, you got Witcher in May. Batman in June, maybe they don't want to kind of deal with the sales that way. But yeah. no, I'm, I'm glad. I, as far as the collector's edition goes, I think it's cool that there is this kind of a cool metal arm collector's edition. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, 
um, what am I going to do with the big old metal hand sitting in my room? <laughs> like, what if I have a, a girl come over and she's like, what the hell does he have a metal hand for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can think of some well, you know. things to say. <laughs> Take a hold of my good hand. <laughs> oh, but but yeah, um, I'm pretty sure like all the all the other stuff in the collector's edition is good. Um, I don't think Kojima is one of those guys who just gives you some milked, crappy collector's edition, some cheap design or anything like that. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's going to be pretty good. Well, I want it, but to be honest with you, Assassin's Creed, um, my annual purchasing spree on Assassin's Creed kind of wipes me out. So um, I probably, I don't know. It depends how good the. Um, and this is Victorian London this year. I mean, I'm going to have to get the collector's edition. I reckon it's going to be awesome for Assassin's Creed victory. So, I mean, I've got three of my figures. I'm looking at it right now. I've got M- Edward. I've got uh, Arno. And I've got uh, Connor just sitting on my desk in front of me. So, uh, you know, I'm going to have to get victory um, as much as I want. I, I don't know. I'm going to try. I will try and get something else other than Assassin's Creed collector's edition if I can. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to go off topic there. <laughs> but but the PS4 on the other hand, I will gladly buy that. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a beautiful thing. That is. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow, yeah, that's pretty lush. Um, um, on a quick note, there's no need to really comment on this one. It's, I'll just throw this in there because it should be uh, mentioned. Uh, PS4 is now so uh, tw- sold 20.2 million units worldwide. Congratulations, there, Sony guys! Round of applause. Thank you. That would have been very awkward there if I had been the only one clapping. <laughs> so, think uh, about booing. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on now uh, to one, something that um, Neil mentioned just a while ago. Um, Wolfenstein, the new blood announced for PS4 and Xbox One. This is a standalone prequel to Wolfenstein, the new order um, from Bethesda, as we mentioned. And it's due out. Um, there we go. Out on May the fifth, set you back fourteen ninety nine. That's British pounds, which is I imagine is about nineteen ninety nine in US dollars. Uh, this will be available on PS four digitally and at retail. Um, I think the Xbox One is only one of uh, only digital. I'm not too sure. I'm I, I read that it's obviously just one, there's no two options there for some reason. But yeah, um, this is set in um, Baravia in nineteen forty six with two part shooter sees BJ Blas uh, whatever his name is attempting to infiltrate. <laughs> <That's- Carl. laughs> huh? Blaskowitz. Blaskowitz. There we go. Gary, I knew you'd get that one. BJ <laughs> Blaskowitz attempting to infiltrate Castle, Castle Wolfenstein to civil quarters to General Deathhead's compound, which, sees, sets, which uh, subsequently sends him on the mission to the city of Wolfburg. Um, the. Um, uh, oh. Did I write that wrong? That's got to be a typo. Um, driving back into the world of Wolfenstein has really been fun for us, commented Machine Games' executive producer, producer Jerk Gustafso. That's got to be that's no, got to be a typo. That's his name, if I'm brightly. Oh right, for a minute, I oh god, I thought it was a typo, and I meant to put Jack or something. Oh right. <laughs> wow, that was embarrassing. Um, see, that's why I love podcasts. Sorry. Okay, so if that's if that's correct, then thank God for that. If not, I am very, very <laughs> sorry. Um, we've enjoyed exploring the events leading up to the new order. We think fans will really enjoy the story and all the action, and of course, jumping back into the combat with new weapons. And again, that's out May the fifth. Um, I didn't play um, the new order, so I can't really comment on this. But I think it's pretty cool they're expanding it. Um, standalone ones seem to be quite uh, popular these days. There's quite been quite a few of them. I think uh, didn't Far Cry Three have a standalone one? Was that Blood, yeah, Dragon? Blood Dragon? Yeah, yeah. And there's been numerous other ones. I can't remember now. Uh, so much better. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I'll pass the torch. Um, Gary, what do you think of this, uh, the old blood? Did you play the new order? Uh, I haven't played the new order. I really want to play the new order. I've been waiting for it to be like $20 ever since it came out. 20 bucks. All oh, right. Okay. It, like, I don't want to pay full price for it right now. When did it's it come out? Price it last year. Places. About February last year. I, oh, I was like, I couldn't remember if it was 13 or 14. All right, cool. Um, sweet. Um, Neil, how about you? Yeah, I I quite liked Wolfenstein. I love Wolfenstein as a series anyway. And you know, the New Order was the best one in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that the Old Blood sort of returns to Castle Wolfenstein looks good as well. So that's the thing I'm looking forward to most about it. That it's actually back set in, during World War Two when all this stuff's going on. Whereas the New Order is after you know, the Nazis have effectively Wait, won it. Are, are they bringing the zombies back? I don't know. It's, I would uh, assume so because they've. It's you know still a hint of it. There's no there. mention of it in the press release there, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, I would imagine so, being as it's pre, you know, pre the plot of the New Order. So. I mean, if you're going back to Castle Wolfenstein, you kind of have to. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's the main thing, because you know. How much time do you actually spend in Castle Wolfenstein in these games exactly? Um, not just for new, not just for New Order. I mean, in general. Return to Castle, Castle Wolfenstein was pretty much exclusively in there. I think yeah. Wolfenstein was, I don't know if it was at all, the one a few years ago. And like in the New Order, you're in there for like the prologue. Oh, uh, okay. What, what actually, just, just for the uninitiated, what actually is it? Is it like a Nazi stronghold or something? Or Yeah, it's like their fortress, if you will. So it's... Ah, right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, they like dabble and supernatural stuff yeah, there. the occult and stuff oh like. yeah it's always about Hitler and the occult isn't it in these games yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> cool um, right uh, Ben I don't think I've um, Ben did I um, mention um, go to you on this at all no no you didn't alright cool go, go, go for it then I got the Wolfers, the last Wolfenstein on PS4 I thought it was a good game um, so I'm looking forward to it but it comes out at the same time as all the other games I want to buy so chances <laughs> are I probably won't get it until later on Cool, cool. Well, it's nice to see you're interested. Anyway, um, I'm sort of the odd one out there. Um, cool, cool. Um, well, let's um, move on now. Uh, this one's another rumour. Uh, this comes from um, Michael Pachter from Wedbush Morgan. He's an analyst, for those of you who don't know, all two of you. Um, Titan 4 uh, to PS4 and Xbox One due out late 2017. Microsoft likely to push for a Titan exclusive deal. Um, that's what it says on the tin. He reckons that the game will come out on PS4 as well as Xbox One, likely holiday 2017, but he reckons that the Xbox One version will be a timed exclusive, much like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I will, this is from an interview with Game & Bolt. Um, I'm going to read out a, quite a lengthy quote here, so just bear with me. Uh, Respawn Entertainment made a game title for in about four years with 75 guys, and Vince Zambella will have a new game on multiple platforms probably in three years. He'll beef up the studio, and he is really good at it. The studio, and he is really good at it. So I would expect, since Titanfall came out in March of 14, your, uh, 2014, sorry, you'll see Titanfall 2 probably by holiday of 2017. So I expect they'll announce it at next year's E3 a year from now. But yes, it will be a multi-platform game, and yes, Microsoft will offer something for a timed exclusive. Uh, last part of the quote: "There's so much time between now and the holiday of 2017. Let's see if Sony continues to advance and continues to outpace Xbox One in sales. Then no, I don't. I don't think you're ever going to see a title that's Xbox One exclusive. If Sony keeps the lead, I mean, they're roughly outselling the Xbox by 50% or more. Then no, 
Nobody would. But then you're talking about uh, 65 or 80 million PS4s and 40 or 50 million Xbox Ones. Nobody's going to give away the potential to sell 60 million more copies of a game. And unquote. So there we go. Uh, Titanfall, um, this has been, uh, I think Titanfall 2 has been rumored for a while now, coming to PS4 as well. I'm not sure if people are talking about the first one coming out on PS4, but I I I don't know if there's some sort of deal in place there, but it can't. But the second one, certainly... Many people, yeah, there's been rumors before um, Pacta's um, comments there, but it's going to be a multi-format release. Um, well, f- uh, f- you know, in terms of comments, I don't really want to say the bit, so I agree, I agree that it's most likely it's going to be multi-format, but it's a long way, you know, that's just, you know, there's no guarantee it would come out in that time. I, don't, I have no idea if Microsoft will do a timed exclusivity deal, I, you know, I guess because they had the first one, then maybe, but you know, they didn't have Tomb Raider, they can do it with anything. And Titanfall seems like a, a likely candidate just because of the the ties to the original game. But I have no idea if it were if it will come out around that time. It's going to be a big game, obviously. But yeah, I, I don't really, you know, this is we, we were talking way in the future. I think this is too this is too far off to even speculate for me. But there we go. Analysts like to do that. Um, okay, uh, Ben, uh, what do you think? How 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 accurate do you think he is on this? Right, this must mean the Titanfall is going to be Wii U exclusive. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that Michael Patcher didn't announce it on, so obviously it's going to be on the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I can see it happening. They, they, well, there was a PS4 version of Titanfall being made before it got scrapped, so I, I can oh, see Titanfall oh, yeah. Two coming out on PS4. Yeah. Why did it get scrapped for? Because uh, they didn't even they, they basically Microsoft paid for the exclusivity. Oh right, and okay. the company didn't know until the day it got announced. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, the people, the development team. So yeah. Oh bugger! Wow, I didn't realise yeah. that. Yeah, they they had to scrap everything once they found out. It's like yoink. We're at that, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, Gary, how about you? Um, I don't see it happening at all. Um, I think it'll release day and day with the PS4 version. Um, I don't think it's going to be 2017. I I think it's going to be 2016. Quite honestly, um, yeah. I think they pretty much confirmed that the sequel was in development even before the first game even came out, um, as far as I can remember. But um, but yeah, I think uh, honestly, I think they'll announce it at this year's E3, and it'll come out next year. But uh, as far as exclusivity goes, outside of uh, you know timed DLC exclusivity, that that's as far as I think they're they're gonna go with it. Yeah, that would um. That would kind of make sense, actually. I suppose, like Call of Duty, then time, uh, timed exclusive DLC, but the main game was releasing um, uh, day and date, like you said. Um, Neil, how about you? Yeah, that Michael Patcher, he's a world champion guesser, he is, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. his job. <laughs> what should I guess today? <laughs> That'll happen, yeah. I'll point the obvious out and uh, hope that people think I'm clever. But yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's bound to happen. I, I even distinctly remember EA saying it was quite the possibility when Titanfall 1 came out that uh, it, the sequel would be you know, multiple formats. But pff, it's something they'll have to improve upon because, to be honest, the first Titanfall, thrilling as it is to start with, just gets very dull very quickly. It's you know, it's uh, suffered the same fate as a lot of uh, multiplayer-only sort of games have suffered, like Evolve, where... Yeah, there's a lot of hubbub about them, and then yeah, but once you've done it, you've done it. There's not much more to it. The story is not really integrated well. Yeah. So, so yeah, it'll have to be a big improvement. 
Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just reading this. Um, my cousin's getting married in um, uh, September, and I've got a, a, you know the, the um, RSVP thing you send, you know, if we're going or not. And it says on there, please choose two songs you would like to hear in the evening. I'm guessing <laughs> I know. I'm presume that's for some sort of disco or something. I'm guessing so. Yeah. yeah, I just I just had a laugh. I just had a laugh of putting down two of the lengthiest lengthiest progressive rock songs I know. And see what they <laughs> just pick four from Sugar on that twice. Gay bar and who let the dogs out? <laughs> dogs out. <laughs> the birdie uh, song. You got to go with the Streets of Rage theme song, man. What's yeah, the Streets of Rage theme song, and maybe um, Close to the Edge. Yeah, that'd be good. Eighteen <laughs> minutes of prog rock. <laughs> Let's see him dance to that. Uh, sorry, that was I just couldn't resist that. Um, Right, uh, let's move on now, guys. Um, this one is uh, about the return of um, Rock Band. Rock Band 4 is coming out uh, this year for um, PS4 and Xbox One. No mention of um, PS3 and PS... Uh, sorry, PS3 and Xbox 360, but I think it's going to be a current-gen exclusive. Um, this uh, uh, Rock Band uh, 4 will focus primarily on guitars, bass, singing, and drums, leaving out the keyboard as well as pro guitar and pro bass um bass bass however you pronounce it <laughs> pro drums will be included however very few details were revealed but harmonix has promised they will reveal much more about rock band 4 in may so we don't have that long to wait um some good news though uh the developer has also confirmed that the that all dlc purchased on ps3 will transfer over to ps4 and are working on getting last generation instruments to work on the new consoles so that would make sense um it's uh mm, i um it's weird. I mean, I'm not. Um, I don't play music sim games at all. But there's something. This is just from an outsider's point of view. After like Rocksmith, which I, um, I did edit reviews of, and I read about it just reporting and stuff, which seemed really cool. This kind of seems like a step backwards, going back to the plastic, you know, instruments and stuff. When you've got a, a game that teaches you how to use guitar properly and everything, you know, is. You know, it lets you use an actual instrument. I mean, surely if they were going to do a rock band, then the next step up is having like full working instruments. Then I don't know if even though that would be possible, but it just seems like, you know, people got sick of the plastic guitars and everything and all that kind of stuff. And now they're just sort of coming out and doing it all again, where it's kind of Rocksmith changed things up. So I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how, um, you know, it just seems like kind of retreading old ground on this. I don't know. This is just coming from someone who doesn't play these games at all. is not really interested in them, but um, yeah, I'm not sure about what you guys think. Um, Gary, how do you feel about this? Um, I, I think it's actually pretty nice to, to see uh, a music game come out again. I, I yeah. mean, they, they kind of killed the, the market for it with so many releases of guitar hero and rock band, like every year. Um, but but it's nice, you know, they took a long break and now they're coming back. Uh as far as the instrument thing goes, um I, I honestly think it's a good idea for them to go back to, to you know, the plastic, you know, video game guitar. Yeah. Simply because I think they're they're kinda of going more for just the fun rather than the the simulation of it. You know, just go with your friends and party it out and rock band, have fun. Yeah, fair enough. The the fact that they said that your past instruments will they'll try to make them compatible in some way. I think they said, I think is also pretty cool too. But as but, songs too, which is good. And you download the songs you have on your account and get to have them. Yeah. Again. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That is. Yeah. Which is even more amazing. I mean, if you think of how many songs they released for that game. Mm, for yeah. Games, so I've just... got like, 
yeah, I've got a good hundred or so. I think that would just be there straight away. Yeah. So I think it's just I I, I personally I, I I wasn't a big fan of Rock Band. Yeah. Um, enjoyed Guitar Hero a little bit, but I kind of stopped playing after the second one. But mm, they burned it out, didn't they? That series, especially Guitar Hero. Well, yeah. instead of just releasing Guitar Hero, they just decided to brand it after one band. Yeah. Or one group, and that was just pointless. Like, why would I buy? A game of just one, unless I was like super into Aerosmith or something. Yeah, yeah I was disappointed. That's a game for me, but yeah, I was disappointed if I didn't have Genesis Rock Band. To me. <laughs> there we go. But I'd love to see people do um try some of that keyboard stuff or Yes Rock Band. I mean, try and go all Rick Wakeman on keyboards. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I like the mixture of, of the music they had in the first two. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, how many uh, guitar heroes were there? Was it three they got up to the numbered one says? Five, 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 five normal ones, and then probably another five, six spin-offs. Bloody yeah. hell, God! No, sorry, um, no wonder they um, yeah, no wonder they had a break from it. What about Rock Band? That got up to three, didn't it? Three, and then they had Lego Rock Band, Green Day Rock Band, the, was, um, what about Beatles, Beatles, Lego Rock Band. Beatles. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. What? It was the best thing ever. I like, want that now. I want to buy that. It's like the popcorn. Like the... I didn't know about this. Yeah, it's like the old Lego games. It's the same where they've got you know silent cutscenes and stuff, but they're all just doing all the comedy stuff they used to do in the old Lego games. It's just genius. There's a bit where they use um. The oh my hive. god! Did I don't believe it. Yeah, they use the highest tick tick boom for this level where you're just smashing up a building with a wrecking ball, and it's just. Hilarious fun. It's just, and they got the Ghostbusters theme. It's like lots of party friendly tunes in there. It's, you know, like I say, Ghostbusters theme and stuff like that. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite ones outside the main sort of rock band games. It's just really cool. It's, yeah, meant to be a sort of kid friendly sort of version of it. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I didn't honestly know about that at all. <laughs> nice. Oh, dear. Um, Cool. Well, moving on from um, Rock Band now, uh, we'll just go up to Uncharted 4 now. Uh, according to Play Magazine UK, Uncharted 4 is like to run at 1080p, 30 frames per second. Um, this is uh, coming on the back of um, when Naughty Dog said that it would be um, difficult to have the game running at 60 frames per second. Um, I'm not bothered about uh, frame rates at all. I've said this many times. So, um, 1080p at 30 frames per second sounds, you know, a steady 30 frames per second, mate. It sounds just, that sounds fine to me. So I'm not really bothered about this. Um, just a quick one. I'll just pass it around quickly on this, guys. How do you feel about this? Would that bother you at all? No, uh, it won't bother me. I actually would prefer it to be 30 frames per second. Yep. Yeah, but like, just imagining Uncharted in 60 frames a second, I think would just be too unrealistic for me. Characters will move way too fast. Things will happen way too quick. And yeah, I can see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Neil, how about you? Yeah, I know it's like a bull thing that people come out with in the games industry. Is that saying when their game is thirty frames per second, they go, "Oh, well, it feels more cinematic." And in some games' cases, it's like, "Well, that doesn't fit your game." In Uncharted's case, it's a very cinematic game. Yeah. So I think yeah, it does run a bit better being that frames per second to be on either way i don't mind it's like if they can give the option later on then that's fine too you know it's, as they did with uh the last of us remastered you know having the option to switch between 
Yeah. Uh, even that would be nice. So yeah, not really bothered what it does as long as it plays well. Yeah, I agree with you there. Ben, how about you? Chances are you'd have to tone, tone down the graphics to get it running at 60 frames. Yeah. I'd rather have it really beautiful graphics and be really sexy looking. <laughs> and, and 30, yeah. Uh, 30 then be kind of uh, uh, 60. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you completely there, definitely. Cool. Um, just wrapping up now, guys, two um, more stories. Um, quickly, some uh, we've got some Destiny stats um, for you for you guys. Um, players have killed 200 billion aliens <laughs> since the game was released. Um, were you one of them? Who plays Destiny here, apart from me and Ben? Uh, Gary? Neil? Yeah. I Please. did. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both used to. <laughs> both used to. <laughs> okay. I want to know how many uh, were just on the loot caves alone. That's that's the real question. Yeah. Well, here's a rundown of stats. More than 17 million registered players. Uh, 1.1 uh, plus billion hours played. 200 billion aliens killed, as I said. Uh, average total playtime per player is 77 hours. Average daily playtime per player is three hours. Average total activities per player, 230. So there we go. Um, I have to admit, I play Destiny a lot. I've actually started my third character, although I'll probably mention that more when we get into what we've been playing section. But yeah, I've killed many aliens. That's all I can say. Um, ben, I imagine you play quite a lot. I've uh, killed many as well. Yeah, probably killed quite a bit each. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ha- I haven't seen you on it as much lately, though. You've been on Final Fantasy, haven't you? Yeah, I've been getting ready for the expansion with Final Fantasy, so... Cool, fair play, fair play. Um, how long did you start? How um, long did you play Destiny for, uh, Gary? Neil, uh, Gary, we'll start with you. Um, I I reached I think like level twenty two with my uh, hunter. Uh, after that, I kind of just got bored and then stopped playing. Oh, uh, yeah, you reach the grinding phase, getting your light <laughs> level up. Yeah, that that can be. Which, to be fair, is a lot easier now than it used to be. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, but see, a lot of people are doing the DLC thing now, and I, I, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that was pretty much the deal. Yeah, I just don't think there was enough content in the core game to, to release a DLC so quickly and make it a paid DLC like that. Personally, that's how I feel. Oh, you mean the Dark Below? Yeah, the DLC, yeah. DLC that came out. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's um a bit light on story, definitely. Not uh, there's no, it's not even um. Any talk from Ghost, no new lines from Ghost at all, which is a shame. I like Dinklebot or Dinklebot, whatever he's called. <laughs> uh, if they couldn't get him to be asked to read his lines properly the first time. I don't get the hate with um, his lines and stuff. Is it really that bad? Well, well you play game, the Telltale Game of Thrones game yeah. when he appears. There you'll see the difference straight away because he's oh, okay. is on point in that game. He completely oh, right. does his character perfectly. Right. Yeah, but he's playing the drone. He's got to act yeah. like a drone. Well, I think they re-recorded his lines though, because from um, Ben told me from he showed me a video from the alpha to or the beta, or one of the two. Yeah. So, um, from for compared that to the the final game, they oh, yeah. did he improved a bit and they edited out that infamous line that wizard came from the moon or whatever it was. <laughs> but it was still below what yeah. he can do. Yeah. It? Yeah. No. He, yeah. He, to be fair, he, he's a good actor, isn't he? So. Um, yeah, I remember him. Um, I haven't seen. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I remember watching him in, in X Men, and he was really good in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Cool. Um, and Ben's got his own 
um, ghost as well, haven't you, Ben? Yes, I do. <laughs> Does it talk? Does yeah, it talk? Still talks. Oh, that is so cool. That is great. Yeah, he is amazing. <laughs> cool. Um, last but not least, guys, um, Street Fighter Five release date, spring 2016, beta phase, uh, access with pre-order. Um, this is by Stephen Williamson. Uh, Capcom will release Street Fighter Five in spring next year and plans to launch a beta phase to test cross-platform play. Uh, of course, it's a, a, P- a platform exclusive to PS4 and with cross-play enabled with PC gamers. Uh, players can guarantee access to the beta in North America by pre-ordering the game. Uh, the release, uh, release window was revealed on the Capcom Unity site where the publisher posted, quote, everyone is fired up for Street Fighter Five coming to the PS4 and PC next spring. Until then, you can support the official um, Street Fighter Five key art T-shirt, which features Ryu in a heroic pose for $25. They've also got the um, box art, by the look of it, posted up there. I uh, don't know if it's the final one, but it looks very, very nice. So I'll say that for sure. Uh, speaking about Street Fighter Five, late last year, Vice President of Developer and Publisher Relations at SCEA, Adam Boyce, said that its return to the PlayStation platform is like a homecoming. Um, the most recent uh, main Street Fighter title was Street Fighter Four in 2009, uh, which obviously has received many, many expansions. Uh, the last one was, um, uh, what was it, Arcade uh, Ultimate? Oh, I can't even bloody remember the name of it. <laughs> I reviewed it. <laughs> Just throw random words together and you'll probably get it. Arcade Super Turbo for Arcade Championship Edition or yeah, Mega. Yeah, Lego. Yeah, <laughs> Ultra Super Street Fighter. Oh, that's it. Ultra. Ultra. Yeah, that's it. Ultra Super Street Fighter Four. Yeah, arcade. Arcade. Yeah. God. Yeah. Remix. Remix. <laughs> Turbo HD Edition. Seven point yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So there we go. Um. Got. Um. Guys. Uh. What do we think of this? Um. Ben. Uh, uh, Street Fighter Five Days. I know. I know. We've got the pre-order in America. I wonder if. I don't know if it's been announced for the pre-orders in Europe yet for the beta tests. Uh, um, way, I think I can't, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll cool. probably get it as long as one of my, as long as Akuma's in it, I'll buy it. My favorite character. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember him. I remember him in the old days. There was a rumor of him being in Resident Evil Two. <laughs> That's one of those. Really, cra- I've never heard about that. Yeah, crazy magazine rumors that Akuma was in Resident Evil Two, but it was really yeah. They, they photoshopped him into the game. Doing yeah, the that yeah. would be amazing though. I would buy that DLC if that existed. Now, instead, you got Tofu instead. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. I want Tofu to be in Resident Evil Revelations Two as a raid character. <laughs> that's gonna be the final boss. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Turned out that he was behind it all along. Yeah. <laughs> And Wesker worked for him. The, the zombie virus, virus was secretly a mistake of him trying to turn everyone into tofu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tofu. T-virus uh, is actually tofu virus. Tofu. See, there, it, was, it was there all along. <laughs> um, Neil, how about you, Street Fighter Five? Yeah, I was disappointed by Street Fighter Four, to be honest, because Street Fighter Two is like one of my favourite games ever. I used to play it so much as a kid, but yeah, four didn't really do it for me. So I'm hoping this time it is going to be pretty awesome again. So yeah, I probably will pick it up. I go like that. We did. Um, Gary, last but not least, you you got the final um, say on the week's news, Street Fighter Five. <laughs> um, I quite honestly, I'm a little surprised that it's 2016. I I thought it would have been 2017. Uh, to be honest, uh, seeing as how they're financially in trouble. Uh, and Sony has to kind of help them out develop the game. Then again, that could be why it's coming out 
uh, a lot sooner than I, I, I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not a huge Street Fighter guy. I was always a, I was always a uh, Tekken guy. Me um, too, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's nice that it's coming. Uh, I know a lot of people are pissed that it's PlayStation exclusive, but they're pretty much making it for them. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I, I'm a Tekken guy. I do like Street Fighter, but I didn't play it enough to be considered a proper fan. I, I reviewed um, Ultra Street Fighter for uh, Turbo HD Super Arcade Edition, whatever it is, <laughs> um, last, <laughs> last year, um, which was, uh, you know, crazy considering I, you know, I was a new, to, you know, I had never played Street Fighter 4 before, so I just had this, you know, this next, this game, you know, which I didn't know anything about at all and stuff, but I managed to somehow get through it after reading up on it a bit and stuff. And, you know, I liked it. It's a lot more, actually, it's not as, um, I know there's a lot more intricate moves there with the people, the professional players, what they do, but it seemed quite user-friendly, actually. I mean, especially even it, easier to learn than some of the stuff in Tekken, because obviously it's a different type of game. It's a 2D fighter, Tekken's 3D. It's, you know, the blocking systems and the attacks and the throws, they're different and everything. But, you know, I actually, I got to learn a few characters quite quickly, which is good. And even the uh, the tougher moves, you know, they weren't too bad, actually. Um, I, I quite, yeah, I was really impressed, actually. I liked it. I thought it would have been beyond me, but it's um, it has a... It's a, has has a simplicity about it, but if you dig deeper, mm. it gets very complicated. I think that's yeah. uh, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's probably another word. Is it deceptively simple or deceptively difficult? I don't know which one it is. One that simple, yeah, deceptively yeah. simple. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I I do want to say I think one of the things that always turned me off of Street Fighter was I always felt like the game was very unbalanced oh, with their characters. Right. Yeah, like they... when Street yeah. Fighter Four came out, like if you picked Sagat, you pretty much won. Like, he was so overpowered in Street Fighter 4 when it came out. It, it wasn't even fun. I think it was Ken <laughs> after that as well. Like, yeah, like, they, they, they it, it, it's always been with Street Fighter. Like, they just never really could get the characters balanced enough that it, it'll be fun to play against certain characters against each other. Yeah. Like, but, and then you have five characters that play exactly the same, which is even worse. Um, I don't know, like... Yeah, that, that's just fine. No, they haven't really balanced it right since I think the alphas were the last time they really did it right. Mm. But yeah, since the it transition really... to this, yeah, this sort of two point five D way they've gone since has yeah made it a bit yeah unbalanced with the characters. It's probably why they put out about ten different versions of the game to just try and get it right. So yeah, <laughs> they, someone should tell. Yeah, like someone should tell Capcom that patches exist, I think, at this point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Instead of re-releasing everything, just do a patch instead. Yeah. 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 I think that shows their financial situation, though. They need money, don't they? So they just re-release it, repackage Street Fighter Four about five times or whatever it is. Say, so, here, we've got some new costumes and a few new characters. Buy it again. <laughs> hey, hey, if it works, it works for EA and uh, Activision, you know, so... Okay, well, um, we've got a lot of reviews to get through, guys, so I'll we'll start. Uh, one second. Do you mind yeah? if I, I've got one more news story? Yeah, sure. Um, Dragon, um, not Dragon Ball Z, I mean, Final Fantasy, 15, <laughs> Final Fantasy 14, the expansion pack comes out June 23rd. If you pre-order it, you'll get early access to the expansion pack four days before release at June 19th. Right. Uh, pre-orders start March 15th for the normal collector edition and the double pack. Uh, no, uh, no prices on all of them yet. You just gotta wait till March fifteenth. 
there's a lot of news content in the uh, the packs of best check Square Enix or if we cover it PlaystationUniverse.com. Uh, but yeah, June twenty third is the expansion release date. Wicked! Thanks for that, Ben. And you will be getting it, of course. I'll be buying collector's edition. <laughs> there we go, collector's edition. <laughs> Comes with giant dragon statue. The statue is oh, bigger great. than the Skyrim statue, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the statue, the, the actual package is supposed to be as big as the PS4 packaging. Bloody hell! Yeah, <laughs> I just oh, can't dear. imagine how expensive it's going to be. God. Please keep in mind, unless it's something really well PS4 if it's going to be that price. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I say it's probably going to be the price of a PS4, so you may as well get one of those. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if there's a Final Fantasy 14 PS4, I'm tempted. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, right, let's um, we're going to some reviews now, guys. Um, first up, we've got um, Resident Evil Revelations to Episode One. Uh, Pinel Colony uh, for PS4. I review this. This was by me. <laughs> I review this on PS4. Um, I gave us a 7.5 out of 10. I summarised Resident Evil Revelations 2 as a promising start to this four-part horror title with some interesting gameplay dynamics let down by dodgy presentation and some technical hiccups. Uh, pluses include the great partner dynamic, recalls old-school horror, um, old horror vibe in places, Ray mode is addictive as ever, uh, let down by some technical hiccups, data visuals, and some dull enemies. Um, yeah, this was episode one. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good, you know. I played some of this at a Capcom event. I played Barry's campaign. Um, it, it's yeah, pretty much how I described the the graphics are really dated, um, which is a shame because Resident Evil has always been quite a um, a poster child for um, like a console's visuals and stuff. I mean, if you look at Resident Evil Six, Five, and Six, regardless of what you think of them as games, they were very good looking games. Even Five, Five looks really good even today, and it's over five years old. Um, but this looks worse than five. It's um, probably on par with Resident Evil 4 HD. And, you know, Resident Evil 4 HD was a great looking game when it was released, but that was 10 years ago. So when you think about that, it's obviously got, it's obviously a low budget Resident Evil title, um, which kind of fits in with the episodic release schedule, I guess, in some way. But yeah, um, it was a price as well. And the price, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, um, it was. It's still pretty good. It's still a good game. Barry's one game in particular is really good because it's very. There's a lot more. It's a lot more methodical. Ammo I found was quite scarce, and it's um. It, it's more. It's less action oriented as well. And you actually fight zombies in it. Well, they're called rottens, but they are literally they are zombies in everything but name. Just trust me on that one. They they look like zombies. They move like zombies. They bite you. Um, they are zombies, so yeah, it really did feel like classic Resident Evil in some parts. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be remake classic Resident Evil, but it's still, it's, it's, it does a good job, you know. Like Resident uh, Revelations One did a good job in that respect in some places. So yeah, uh, it was a good start. Um, I did review episode two as well. We we'll get to that a bit later. Um, this uh, this next review is by uh, Dane Smith. This is Hyper Devotion Noir Goddess Black Heart review. Blimey. Um, <laughs> this was reviewed for the PS Vita. Uh, we don't have a, a button anymore that uh, gives a, um, that lets you um, click straight to the score. So if I'm delaying things, it's only because I'm having to skip to page two and move down the page. So there we go. Uh, the final word: uh, seven point five out of ten. A decent first step into the TRGP pond. While it lacks the serious tone and depth required for a diehard RPG lover, fans of the series and those looking for a laid-back comedy story will have lots of fun. Uh, plus points include an energetic soundtrack that keeps combat interesting, a wide range of characters and parodies, the stellar voice acting, uh, negatives include 
the lack of depth in the equipment system, the long story pacing that can feel very tedious, and the lackluster, simplistic plot. Um, yes, Neil, I will not forget the order. Um, sorry, I just realised that we haven't actually even talked about those because we haven't had a podcast in quite a while. So I will actually go to the order. Uh, I think I cannot read out all these games because it's just ridiculous amounts of them. But I'll go to the order eight in 86, which is by our very own Carl Prohl. Um, he calls this PS4's resistance fall of man moment, which is pretty uh, interesting. Uh, it generated a lot of comments as well. Um, I may or may not read some out. Depends how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> he gave, oh, um, wow. Uh, another 7.5. There we go. A hat trick. Um, final word. Like Resistance Fallen Man, the Order 1886 comes early in a console life cycle to set new visual ben- benchmarks and gives us creative, compelling fiction. As a game, it's significantly less ambi- ambi- ambitious. Sorry. I'm doing a lot of talking. <laughs> I've done this much talking in ages. <laughs> um the plus points, uh, photorealistic jaw-dropping visuals, polished gameplay, uh, sorry, gunplay, and well-paced intelligent story. Negatives, uh, safe gameplay fails to innovate or excite, cliffhanger ending, uh, hit or miss quick time events. Um, he gave that a 7.5, as I said. Um, oh, we do have a few positive comments. Excellent review, um, Love Spud says. Uh, <laughs> pretty much now my exact feelings on the game. Well, not the greatest game in the world for me. It's definitely not deserving of a morning reserves receiving elsewhere. Well done, Carl. Varu is well written, enjoyable to read, and gave a balanced appraisal of the game that has some issues, but still well worth playing. Thanks for sharing. Well, that's actually really, really cool um, to hear because there is a lot of um, venom in, in comment sections about this game. Um, actually, there's a lot of praise for Carl here. Major, major. Very good review, Carl. I agree most of your points so far, but I've yet to finish the story, so there's more to come from me. Great game, though. Loving it here. Um, oh, we've got to have a... Um, uh, we've got to have um, a negative comment here somewhere. Oh, someone... Both of them got deleted. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, oh, there's someone complaining about um, they wish they would spread across multiple pages, but, you know, uh, well, that's um, that's neither here nor there. Um this game must be really bad if PSU is only is only giving it seven point five. We sure was sure I'd come in here and it would be a nine. Oh God, <laughs> do we really do that many high scores on it? The game is no worse than a seven, which is a good rating. And most games are not are not above seven. Good review PSU. The average for professional re- reviews is a six five. Says J Mark though. So my guess is that most users won't even see it as a seven. But who knows? A solid six maybe. The site rate uh, TRFE says the site. This site rates this site rates every PlayStation game higher than any other publication. It's a joke. IGN six point five, Polygon five point five, Gamespot five. Uh, well, that's their opinion, and this is ours. So, sit and swivel, pal. Um, Al Bun says all of those all of those sites are jokes when it comes to reviews. They also rate crap like Call of Duty eight to nine. PSU is actually fair reviews, exclusive and third party. Yep, so there we You're go. Um, that I, guy that you just said. Al Bunt. I agree with Al Bunt, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, he's got a bloody good point there. Um, a, lot of those, a lot of those sites, I won't mention anything, a lot of those sites actually do rate games which pretty much, you know, don't really do nothing um, but churn out the same crap year after year quite highly. So I don't think that's a fair criticism, TFRP or whatever your name is. But there we go. You're entitled to your opinion. Um, and now we will gladly move on to more reviews. <laughs> oh, can I just have a quick word on it? Yeah, sure. Actually, yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what. Now I'll save it for the end because we my played games. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So. Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to. Um, I won't spend too much time coming on these reviews because there's quite a lot, and we've got. Um, obviously, we do the um, what we've been playing after. Uh, this next one is all oh, Gary Bagdasirov. Um, 
Hand of yeah. Fate, Luck of the Draw PS4 review. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, check out our check out Hand of Fate on PS4. Our full review, our full review is live. It is here, and you gave it a. I don't know why I read that part because it's redundant, but never mind. <laughs> um, you gave it's right here. Where are? Channeling Barry Burton there. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Right. Um, Gary gave us an eight point five. Um, final word for those that have played Double Deck. Um, double deck building games or Dungeons and Dragons will know sometimes it comes down just to, um, comes down to the luck of the draw or the roll of the dice. Some may find the game easy while others may just rage quit due to the unfairness of a draw. I love that phrase, rage quit. Very true, <laughs> Gary. Uh, those who stick with it will find a great combat system as well as thought out mechanics that should have you coming back for more uh, for more hours on end. Uh, fun combat, deck building is addictive, successfully blends a card game and an action game are the plus points. However, negative points include bad frame rate drops and long load times, no real story and crazy difficulty spikes. Um, Gary, thanks for the review, man. 8.5 there for Hand of Fate, Luck of the Jaw. Next up is How Divers. Um, if my browser would actually let me click on the review, we could actually go to it. Oh, there we go. And this is by our very own Neil Bolt. Um, Neil, you review this on the 3rd of March. Uh, what format was this? It was on the PlayStation 4. Sweet. And you gave this. Ugh. I really do miss the button. I can tell, tell you. I can tell you. It's nine. Ooh, okay. Wicked. So, so we have a high score. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the final words. Helldivers may not look that spectacular, but it certainly plays that way. A hardcore shooter map that rewards tactical thinking and teamwork. It features some of the most enjoyable and humorous co-op action in recent memory, but make sure it will be one of 2015's best titles, as Neil said, a 9 out of 10. Uh, the plus points include tough but fair challenge, brilliantly balanced gameplay, co-op is an absolute joy. However, the negatives include... Um, looks a little bland in generic in places. Um, lot to take in at first, and difficulty may not suit everyone. Um, that's a high score, though, Neil. So obviously the bads aren't that bad when you think about it. <laughs> no, they are. They are pithy, pithy little things. Pithy. Okay. But I had to write something bad. You know? Yes, you have to find something. Yeah, even if it's what they used to do in the old PlayStation magazines, where they'd go, um, uh, nope, can't think of anything. <laughs> that's free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I clicked on the one review, uh, uh, wrong review there, but I go backwards. Um, this next one is Zombie Army Trinity by Simon Sayers, PS4 review. Uh, this is a spin-off to Sniper Elite, if I'm correct. And um, we actually reviewed Sniper Elite uh, 3 back in the summer, so if you're interested in that. And yes, I'm totally fleshing this out on my page loads. Um, 7.5. God, what is it with 7.5 out of 10s? Um <laughs> Love zombies, hate Nazis, zombie, <laughs> zombie army trilogy is an impressive free package game that needs to be played cooperatively to get the most out of it. It can be a bit of a slog, but good enemy variety and level keep and level variety keep it challenging and fun. Um, the plus points include entertaining zombie animations from the movement to the ways in which they can be killed. Super, um, damn, um, superb when played in four player co-op with lots of challenge and fun to be had. Uh, strong level and enemy design opens up tactical gameplay. Uh, however, negatives include as a visual and audio production, it disappoints the places for a PS4 game with underwhelming graphics, poor sound, and no oomph to explosions. Uh, issues with online lag, particularly in horror mode, and repetition. Uh, that was Zombie Armored Trilogy. Um, it does sound pretty cool, actually. I can see why that would be better suited to co-op. Uh, next up, we have uh, Ollie Ollie 2. Welcome to Hollywood Review. This is by John Paul Jones. He's uh, one of our long-time uh, kind of freelancers, if you like, uh, for lack of a better term. And he gave this 
a nine out of ten. Another high score there. Final words. Bolder and bolder than ever before. Oligoli returns with new stages, tricks, and a superb tutorial and practice system for folk who may have been dissuaded by the steep learning curve of the original. While no groundbreaking alterations have been made to last year's game, Oli Oli 2 still effort, effortlessly proves itself as the finest skater in years. Um, plus points include refreshed tutorials and spot modes are great for coaching beginners, new Hollywood setting provides excellent stages, and new manual tricks massively expand creative scope. And the one and only negative is not a whole lot of different from the original. So there we go. Um, next up. I met the developers of that game when it got announced. Oh yeah, what are they like? They're pretty nice people. Yeah, they announced it. You're a gamer, so. Oh right, cool. Yeah, I was you... at the presentation when they announced it. Oh, wicked. It Sweet. Good. And we got to play it there as well. It was fun. Nice one, man. And last but not least, uh, we have Resident Evil Revelations Two Episode Two Contemplation. This is by yours truly. Um, I gave us an eight out of ten. Phew. Not another seven point five. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um. The final word, uh, Resident Evil Revelation. Go back in time and change your review to 7.5. <laughs> oh, no, please. Resident Evil Revelations 2 um, strengthens itself with a solid second episode packed with compelling gameplay and some decent story developments. Uh, plus points include some gripping story developments. Barry's campaign is a brilliant mix of old and new resi. Uh, new creatures designs in a right condition. However... Um, the negatives include partner AI's rubbish and heated moments, uh, some bland environments, and Claire's campaign isn't as well balanced as Barry's because it's not. It's very much more action-focused, but it's not as much pacing in terms of puzzles uh, and exploration to kind of like punch you out the, um, you know, the main combat sections. Barry's is very much, again, a more methodical, old-school style um, adventure. The new creatures are great, though, because there's these invisible ones that you can only spot by using Natalia's like special powers for lack of a better term and you have to point them out to Barry switch to Barry and try and pinpoint where she's pointing and shoot them and they're one hit kills they kill you in one hit if you don't manage to get them and they manage to lash onto you so that's actually quite tense so that was really really good and I won't spoil the story things but there are some really cool things at the end that re- I just say they relate to um uh, one character who's been in the background a lot but is is kind of like a very much sort of a fan favourite who um who ha- didn't really have much to do until recently, and another is a a major a major ca- a villain who's very much a fan favourite as well. So I'll just leave it there. It's pretty obvious from that second one who it is, but there's some very cool developments there. And um, that was an eight out of ten. Um, and episode three is going to be out this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think, and I will have a review up hopefully on Tuesday. Um, but you'll be pr- um, presumably you'll be hearing this podcast. Um, early in the week so it may be up by the time you hear this if it is in which case please go and have a look if not we will read it out again in the next podcast <sighs> and that my friends is the end of the reviews i am knackered now so i'm gonna hand the next part over to ben which is um what we've been playing so ben if you'd like to sort of maybe just keep it nice and concise because obviously we're we don't want to run on too long so just tell me what you've been playing this last week or so or you can go two weeks we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks well, it's pretty much. I've been playing a lot of Warframe with the uh-huh. getting stuff ready for that. Because um, there's update 16 will add eight eight player raids when that comes out. That'll be probably in summer, but still want to make sure my characters are ready. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I've been playing Dragon Ball a lot. A lot of Dragon Ball. How long have you had Dragon Ball for? About a week. About a week or so. Cool. 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 Is this um? Oh, here I am talking again, but who cares? Um, <laughs> is this um? 
is this um before the release you got it or is it a general release no or... general release i got it really on the right. i bought it from store so oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah cool uh um, is that ps4 yeah ps4 uh my what? character is is about to reach level 80 the max level oh wicked so he's a margin character the pink creatures from the dragon ball series they're sort of really chubby they turn things into candy that's their superpower <laughs> um, so, nice. um, you can pick between Saiyans, who can go Super Saiyan, of course, humans, uh, Freezer's race, they're just called Freezer's race, they're not even given a name, and the Namekians. I went with Boo because I thought A, he turns things into candy, B, he's <laughs> yeah. chubby like me, and C, <laughs> Wee, I can fly around as Boo. He's, Boo's amazing. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I would. There is a lot of things that there is a lot of flaws with the game that I will be yeah. going into when they get when I do finish my review. Um, there is a lot, a lot of flaws. And to be honest, yeah, it, there, there's a lot of things they can do, do better for the next one. Like, Sweet, make the servers um, actually work. <laughs> um, when can we look forward to your review, Ben? Sometime Roughly. early next week, hopefully. All right, cool, 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 sweet. Um, actually, um, I should actually mention this now, guys, because I don't think I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't mentioned. Now, me and Ben have actually met each other now, um, in real life. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. some weird. Yeah, we have. We we went to a um in real life. Woo. Uh, we went to we went to um a Tecmo Koei. <laughs> we went to yeah, I'm real. Um, we went to a Tecmo Koei event for Dynasty Warriors and Bladestorm a few weeks ago in London and met up and chilled out and stuff, didn't we, Ben? It was pretty good fun actually. Yeah. And um, yeah, Ben is awesome in person. I can confirm that. And he had a PSU T-shirt on as well, yeah, which made me jealous. Too. But Ben also complimented me on my leather jacket. Yeah. That was an amazing jacket. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, so I must so, be, he did tease all the staff members. Oh, I got a picture of us and together. And it, it never surfaced. Oh no, I've got it on my phone somewhere. I was just looking for it. <laughs> I do have it here I, somewhere. I'm, I'm a ghost, really. <laughs> I've got a video here of you playing Bladestorm, though, Ben. I've got that. I have, well, yeah, I seriously must have to put those up um, sometime. <laughs> definitely. Um, my phone's been playing up, to be honest. The volume wouldn't go down, so it was constantly on like highest setting. And it wouldn't go down. So it's like I couldn't listen to any music or do anything without it blowing my eardrums out. But I finally fixed it now, thank God. So, yeah, sorry, just a bit of random rubbish there. Um, cool, Ben, um, is, uh, is that all from you in terms of what you've been playing? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool, okay. Um, let's go over to you, Gary. Take it away. Oh, I have been playing uh, Dragon Ball uh, as well with Ben. Um, nice. Sometimes with Ben, it's probably the most infuriating game I've played in a very long time. <laughs> but <laughs> somehow I keep coming back to it. Uh, so it does have that. Uh, other than that, I've been playing, uh, uh, well, I, I can't talk about the game I've been playing, but look for that, the review of this game uh, on Tuesday. I should have it up by then. I think uh, I might know what it is. Yeah, you lucky git. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a cry. <laughs> well, well, now, wait a minute. Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, I also have another game I can't talk about. Uh, stay tuned for that review next week, um, the 17th. Um, but other than that, um, I've been playing my Wii U a lot, uh, doing some Smash Brothers and some Mario Kart. Oh, uh, kid, man. I, guess I really want a Wii U and get, in, get those games, seriously. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for the review, uh, or not the review, the release date for xenoblade chronicles x and i think a lot of people are waiting for them to announce the release date for that game but oh, um yeah, yeah 
Uh, I kind of went back to Waco Batman 3. Uh, I saw they uh, put the season pass for that game on sale for like $7 mm-hmm. uh, this week. And I bought it, and I got all these cool DLC packs. <clears throat> but the one pack that I wanted the most is not included in the season pass, and that's the Batman Beyond pack, which just irritated me. <laughs> like, it's the only DLC of that game that you have to pay for without the season pass. <laughs> the only reason I bought the season pass was just to get the Batman Beyond pack. <laughs> and now I have to buy that. But um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. A lot of cool, secret man. stuff that I can't talk about. Oh, that's a pain, isn't it, when you can't? You could be playing loads of games, but you can't talk about them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, Neil, how about you, buddy? Ooh, lots of things. So I'll just do a brief run of the first few and then delve into the others a bit. Yeah. Uh, a bit of XCOM on PC. just one of my favourite games ever. Uh, played a bit of Thief, which was bollocks. And... <laughs> some... <laughs> It is. I'm sorry. I, I I reckon that's why they put Dishonored back a month on the plus, because releasing that straight after on plus for Thief would just not have done it any favors. I think in comparison, it's already pretty awful. Um, Zombie Army Trilogy, which the first time I actually played some a game with Ben, right? so as Wait. brief as it was, we, we got Ben schooled me on that one. He was. Killing zombies left, right, and center on that one. I told you, use the power of the kick button. <laughs> I did too much. That's the problem. Then I forgot to look behind me, and they used the power of biting me in the back uh, of the neck. Uh, and grenades. <laughs> yeah, and grenades. <laughs> to spam the grenades. Uh, what else? Um, Counter Spy, which is on Plus, which is quite good. I found. Uh, it's like 2D sort of uh, stealth game. That's all right. Uh, White Knight, which I'm reviewing at the minute, but it's out. So I can tell you that it's black and white survival horror meets L.A. Noir-ish sort of thing. Oh, pretty... sounds good. So... Oh, Dave's going to buy it immediately. The moment you say L.A. Noir, Dave, it's that Yeah, it's that 1930s sort of noir feel to it. And, yeah, it does a lot of nice little things, but, it's yeah, I'll probably go more into it when I review it fully, but it's not as good as it could be. Um, oh, okay. So I know, it's sad, isn't it? Mm. Helldivers, which Chris I reviewed and gave 9 out of 10, which is great fun. It's like uh, Mixed Dead Nation with Destiny, if you will, and Starship Troopers, and it's Sweet. great fun. I mean, the four-player co-op on that is insane because friendly fire is always on. So it means not only can your teammates accidentally or not accidentally kill you, but you know, can they, you turn that off? No, it is stuck on. It's like okay. it's to encourage the teamwork. And oh, if people are God. if people are idiots about it, though, they My do the don't. whole kick. <laughs> I can't imagine, yeah, any, imagine destiny with friendly fire on. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, anyone that's not bad about it gets kicked to a separate server. So that's that at least on it. Oh, good. And to be honest, and everyone does sort of get it. So also, if you throw out um, the gun turrets as well, they will kill anything that gets in their sight. That includes you. So, but you can go like prone on the ground to avoid their fire. Yeah. But that means you can't reload and you can't aim properly. So it's like balance and everything. Now it's really tactical for what essentially is just you know a shoot 'em up. It's uh and yeah, it's surprisingly good. It's like I want to try it on Vita as well now because it's on there as well, and I think it'll be really good on there. Um, 
Rogue Legacy I've been playing as well because I play that all the time. <laughs> and it's just awesome. One of the best games ever. And what else? Uh, Grand Theft Auto V and getting ready for the heists next week. Um, but mainly, the point I wanted to talk mainly about was The Order, which uh, yeah, I would be in that uh, realm of people that say that it's not that good a game, really. It's, um, it's got some good ideas, and I went in an article this week and said, you know, what I think a sequel should do to make a better sequel to it, but yeah, it's just, there's so little game for the time you get. Everyone moaned about this whole how long it takes, but they said it wouldn't be an issue if there was more actual gameplay in there. But there's so many cutscenes, so many scenes where you're just led along to yap with someone and you're not really doing anything. You know, half your abilities get taken out one minute, then back in the next just for the sake of the way they want to go with the game. It's they're sort of holding your hand the whole way through. It just feels very unsatisfying in mm. a lot of ways. But, but yeah, there's so much promise there. I think they will do a really good sequel out of that, and Sony will allow them to do that. But yeah, this, yeah, they, they need to make a bit more game to go with the uh, movie that they've made. <laughs> but, yes. but yeah, that's pretty much my extensive list of things I've played in literally the last week. I think, as well. mm, you juggle quite a lot of games there by the sound. I know, I yeah. didn't realise it until I wrote it down earlier. and I was like, oh Christ, have I really played that many? I think that even covers everything. <laughs> so, Damn. Yeah. How about, I'm sorry, I've got to ask, how about Resident Evil um, HD? Have you been on that recently or...? I haven't, no. I played a bit of Revelations 2 as well. I played the first episode. All right, cool. As I said to you before I agree with your review. On yeah. That. Uh, yeah it's, it's a shame it looks as bad as it does. But, uh, still yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's, dis- it's disappointing for Resident Evil games, yeah. isn't it? It is. But, you know, if Dane's listening, of course, it's still not as bad as Operation Raccoon City. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mike, so uh, just a quick question for you, Mike. Um, yeah. Now that you're playing it, uh, you, you you play the first two. You're playing the third one. Yeah. Um, is it worth buying them and like waiting for them, or should most people just wait until the whole thing is out and buy it that way? Um, consider it's out is a full game in what is it? A couple of it must be a couple of two weeks. weeks yeah. yeah, two weeks. I just wait now. If I were you, okay. get it all in one. Just get it all in one go, really, because the um. It's you know they're not that the episodes are only about an hour and a half or something each so um it's you know and then you have to wait a week after so if I were you I'd just um yeah I, I'd I'd say um I'd say wait just wait for a couple of weeks now definitely it, it also doesn't feel particularly episodic in the same way that Telltale's games no feel definitely episodic. not no it's just like they it's like you it's like it's one big they taken the game it's one conceived as one big game. And I think they yeah. they chopped it up and say, okay, we're stop episode one here, episode two there, rather than just make episode one, okay, that's yeah. how it's going to end, and then move on to two. It's obviously one big game, and they've chopped it up for an episode um, to make it an episodic release. That's um, it, it, that's what it feels like, anyway. Yeah, definitely yeah. does. Yeah. Um, well, that actually, that's um, I may as well tra- uh, transition into me. Yeah, obviously, I've been playing Revelations two. Um, I won't talk about episode three yet obviously because it's not actually out yet um uh the uh raid mode is good fun i should touch on that that's that's great fun you'll spend a lot of time 
racking up points and stuff and leveling yeah. up in that. But it is really good. It is. It is the best of think of the the best <clears throat> of all the mercenaries and those type of like mini games from Resident Evil World into one. And um, it'll take you a while to um <clears throat> sorry get everything in that game for sure. It is really content. Um, it's almost worth it for the price alone, just for raid mode actually. And it's great. And split screen co-op as well is really good, even though you can't actually play it online co-op at this point in time. Um, but yeah, that's been good fun. Um, other than that, it's just been pretty much Destiny actually. I've been um I decided to make a third. I decided to make um. Um, a third character and I'd taken over my friend's hunter so I've been get I've got her up to level 30 now and I'm working on my warlock uh, which is um I think I went from like level 9 to 19 just over this weekend so 10 levels which is a lot of grinding let me tell you that but bounties and the story help you do that quite well <clears throat> um yeah so um I've got a load of stuff save for that character in the um in the vault loads of weapons pretty much in every category and i've got an exotic helmet so that helped me get my light level up <coughs> oh sorry my throat is really dry um i've, I've drunk all that water um <laughs> yeah so um i'm enjoying that but i'm getting to a point where i'm thinking well i need to stop playing this game so much because um i'm getting i swear man i'd see falling and hive in my dreams man it was fighting, <laughs> and it, that's not good <clears throat> um and I think I need I want to play so I need to do something for War Thunder anyway, some written content for the War Thunder tank. So I need to jump on that. Obviously, finish up Revelations to do some more raid mode. So yeah, um it has been enjoyable with Destiny. It has um but it's yeah, I think yeah, I, I, I can see why people would hate it because if you don't if you can't tolerate grinding like that, then you will hate it because it's so repetitive in that thing, doing the same bounties over again, the same areas and stuff, but it, it, it's just if you happen to like the type of shooting, but that type of game, you're used to that kind of progression. Then it's you know it is suddenly is so um it is fundamentally a very solid shooter. So I guess it just appeals to me. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna sort of cool down on that for a bit now. Um, I finally did one. I finally did the raid, the Crota raid, the level thirty raid with um, Alex and his friends, and I managed to get some gear from there, which is a level thirty-two gear to get you up to the level, the level cap, which is thirty-two. So that was good fun. That's the first time I've ever done. As well. uh, we didn't beat we didn't beat Crota though. Remember, no, we couldn't quite beat Crota. No, yeah, um, yeah, we I did that with Ben and a few others. We got all the way to Crota, but we didn't have enough um, Galahorns. I don't think, which is like this uber power rocket launcher in a game but um in the one i did with alex alex locher from um, psu um i think his name's ghost on the forum or something like that he um he had some uh his team was a little bit more powerful his um his uh like fire team so we actually managed to beat crota and i managed to get some really good gear from that um i got the black hammer which is a sniper rifle and i got this awesome titan helmet as well which looks really good um alex told me basically that i got some really good stuff so yeah the sniper rifle is one of the best sniper rifles oh really oh great i also got no land beyond as well wow. congratulations <laughs> which is, you got which... the best sniper rifle and the worst one yeah apparently yeah i don't know what it is about um i don't really, i haven't used it so i don't know why it gets the hate but apparently it's a very bad sniper it rifle has no scope Oh, it's that one, is it? The um, the old-fashioned World War II rifle. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it has no scope, and each bullet has to reload, and it takes about ten seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. For Christ's sake, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. That okay, yeah. That was an all. That was um. That was a a, 
a chore to use that was. Just quite well, next, muskets. Yeah, musket. That's pretty much yeah. what it is, really, to be honest. It is, yeah, it's, a, that, it's an ancient sniper rifle, like, set in... Uh, that, it's a futuristic so... ancient weapon. Yeah, it's... Yeah, um, it's will be doing tomahawks next. Yeah, it's just crazy, yeah. This, um, oh, I can always dismantle that for an exotic shard. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I'm still enjoying it, but I am gonna I am gonna like wave off for a bit and just focus on like the de- the weekly stuff, like with my like with my buddies from PSU and stuff, because um, I think this grinding is finally starting to. I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to see another um, ghost, another fallen, another guardian <laughs> for a long time away. I feel right now that weekend was just constant destiny, and I burnt out. I think the phrase is so. Yeah. There we go. Um, almost at level 20, though. Then I can rest happy. 19 and a half, so I'm almost there. Then I can, like, tone down a bit. I'm um, almost there. I'll do one more. Just one more. <laughs> oh, nearly. No, just one more. Just one more. Yeah, that's the trouble, yeah. That's what it's like. It's always, again, oh, no, I could just go up another level. Yeah, there we go. I guess that's why it's addictive, but, yeah. Um, well, that's it from me. Um, I think um, we can start wrapping up now, because I'm tired and I'm going to go to bed. I forgot about a news story that we didn't mention that's pretty big, actually. Yeah, go on. Sure. They leaked beta for two point five of the firmware. Oh, yeah. Can you uh, can you um, talk about that? Actually, uh, I didn't... I'm not looking at the article right now. I'm just going off the top of my head. Yeah, go uh, for it. There was a Twitter article, Twitter like, pictures leaked of an NDA document of the beta for two point five firmware for PS4. Basically, it will allow you to suspend and resume your game. So rather oh, than closing that. games, you can load it up again. Uh, yep. There'll be some. They can change the control settings. So if even if a game doesn't allow you to change the settings, yeah, you can change it so that maybe if you prefer shooting games as R one instead of R two, you can switch all the the R two button to R one. Uh huh. That way, any game you load, the R two button will then become the R one button. Wow. That's not what I mean. Or any button you want, you can have square as X or X as circle or circle as star. Whatever you want to do. Didn't they um? Didn't they mention this in the conference with uh, the first PS4 conference about suspend resume? Yeah, suspend resume yeah. was announced yeah. straight away, but it, it never got released until well, now really. Well, yeah, not now, but you know. Yeah. Do they have an ETA on it at all, Ben? The uh, uh, well, firmware. Um, the firmware has the the Spotify, I think, if I'm yeah. right. So, chances are it's going to be end of March, early April. Oh right, okay. So not too far away then. It's because not like yeah. Spotify launches on PS4 end of March. All oh, right. Spotify is a music surf and blah blah blah. Listen to music in the background and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember the um, post about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Then I was wondering what happened to uh, suspend resume. I think most people were. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered if it had been scrapped altogether. So that's cool. I didn't actually expect it this soon. I have to admit that's quite a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, uh, suspend and resume oh cheers ben thanks um well guys thanks for joining me again i think we can start wrapping up now um because i'm going to be resuming my early days next week which i've been trying to do since um december (laughs) (laughs) so only three months late but there we go um yeah well um that's been episode 68 guys um we're going to be back again next week with um episode 69 which i'll be hosting yeah, which Ben is going to be hosting this. Um, so, yeah, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, just a few things first, uh, contacts and everything. Uh, if you want to get in touch um, with me, you can email me, uh, mike.harridance at psu.com. Uh, ben, how can people contact you? Uh, Chili, uh, uh, Chili underscore on, you, on Twitter, ben.chilibethall at psu.com. And please add me on PSN as Chili. 
but if you can add me on the, on there, please set, put a description because I'm, I get a load of friend requests and I'm not sure who they are. So please put in it. I listen to the podcast, or you are the best podcast host ever. Just any sort of text <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. Thank God for chili. Just anything you feel like at the time. Yeah. But yeah, just please put. Yeah, if you can add me as a friend, please just put a little message saying. Um. Yeah, I second that as well. Uh, my my PSN addy is um Billy underscore Cohen eighty four. Um, that's um capital B and capital C. Um, when you do add me, just um as Benson just mentioned the podcast and stuff. Obviously not um you know. Ben, you know, leave out the chili stuff, obviously, because I'm not Ben. <laughs> but um, if you do happen to say that, then I know, I know you've been listening to Unchained. But to be fair, a lot of you guys actually have been saying, "Hey, I listen to the podcast. You know, um, thank you know, it's great, all that kind of stuff, which has been really good." So to all the people who have added me from the podcast, I um, thanks for adding me, guys. I may not actually talk to many of you or play games with many of you, but it doesn't matter. I don't mind having people on my friends list who, you know, listen to the podcast. Sure, add me. It's cool. Uh, it's, it's good. Uh, I have no problem with that. So thanks a lot to all you who have added me. Yeah. And thank um, you to those who added me also. I might do a competition if I reach 500 friends. How many have you got? 370. Bloody hell. I thought I had a, I thought I had a lot with like 20 or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you literally take one number away from that. That's my friends list. <laughs> so if, I reach, if I reach 400, I'll, get, I'll do a prize. If I reach 500, I'll do a bigger prize. But... You heard it here first. Awesome, man. And um, that's pretty generous, Ben. Um, Gary, how can people contact you? Brah. <laughs> <laughs> Brah. <laughs> uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Gaglaush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Or you can contact me at my PSU email at Gary. That's G-A-R-I at PSU.com. And just like these guys said, if you want to Send me a friend request on PSN. It's the same Gagwalush. Just let me know who you are before you you do, because I won't accept you if I don't know who you are. And or or you can alternatively con- contact Gary at the Kremlin, but we don't actually have the address at the moment. So um, yeah, <laughs> you have to be in Russia then in one, Moscow. Two, one, you're not supposed to know street. It's the central B. We find you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. KGB. We find anyone. Just just holler. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, homie Neil, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> I have no pity comeback for that one. Um, so, um, yeah, you can get me at the old uh, neil.bolt at psu.com for the email. You can get me at Nesco, it's N E double Z. Did I say that right? Yeah, N E double Z K O on Twitter. Um, yeah, you, if, if someone actually wants to be my friend on PSN, that's fine. No one has so far, but you know. So. Oh, add Neil, guys. Add Neil. Don't add me. Add Neil instead. <laughs> well, don't add me. I don't talk, and um, you hear me on this podcast enough, I'm sure as it is. So, yeah, but it's son of Venom, all lowercase, all one word. And um, yeah, that's it, really. That's me. Wicked guys, and of course, you can contact us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, and that pretty much wraps us, uh, wraps us. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. I, I'm glad we want me to say this. And um, please um, subscribe to us at iTunes as you can get us podcast downloaded to all your eye things. That I will always say that how, how Glenn said it just because he did it so well. So there we go. It's an honor of Glenn Gordon, who's no longer with us. Um, don't worry, he's coming back though. Hopefully, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead. He's just having a break because he's been extremely busy at college he should hopefully be back um in the summer (laughs) (laughs) 
How can I, I knew you were going to say that. I thought Ella was it. I just said he's no longer with us. They're going to say, what, is he dead or something? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no longer with PSU, us, PSU, a collective, not as in on this mortal coil. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, thanks thanks for that, guys. Um, we will be back, as I say, we'll be back for episode, the filthy episode 69. Um, so Which, bring, yeah, it will be an hour and a half of giggling and grunting. And yeah, it. and bring the loop. Um, <laughs> uh, ben will be hosting that, so we will be back hopefully around this time next week. But uh, since Ben's hosting, it may be a bit earlier, so who knows? But we'll find out near the time. I hope to be there anyway. Um, I won't miss that. Uh, <laughs> so um, Neil, thank you for joining me again. Gary, thank you very much. Ben, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. No problem. Um, thank you for me on. No problem. Um, just a couple of shout-outs, actually. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Richard Walker from PlayStation Wasn't Trophies, there? Xbox Achievements, who's a really top guy. Uh, what was that, Ben? Wasn't there a few emails from Fonz a while back? Oh, crap, yeah. It's been, see, it's been so long that... Um, yeah, um, Fonz, uh, Alfonso Boxil, he's um, one of our biggest fans. He's been following us on PSU and the podcast for a long... Since the uh, derailed days, and when we were known as uh, uh, Podcast Derailed, um, I just have to, yeah, if you just give me a sec, guys. Um, uh, anyway, sponsor me. Yeah, I'm enjoying Dragon Ball. So, uh, while my kid's looking for the emails. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying Dragon Ball right now. You sent me a PSN message like, last night. I am enjoying oh. it. It's a great game. But it's not frustrating at times. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish the online was working. Why aren't you working? Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, he's. I've got some here. Um, this was... Um, from the 23rd of February. So, yeah, we wouldn't have actually done a podcast since then. Um, uh, he says, do you feel the internet is exaggerating over the length of the order 1886? To me, it's a good game that receives good reviews. Plus, I heard it's going to be a series. Um, actually, Neil, that's probably better if you answer that one. How do you six, think about that? Six hours. There you go. That's why I completed it, and I wandered around everything. So you uh, tried to explore then, pretty much? Yeah. yeah. Tried to get my money's worth out of it, so to speak. Well, you know got it from a mate but still i got my mate so out of it on that front yeah six hours i took all right i what there we go that was left, left me with four trophies from the platinum so all right well there we go fonz i guess depending on who you ask no it's not an exaggeration um carl might have a different story but there we go that's from me yeah that's I'm, from... At, I'm at about 10 hours and i'm on chapter nine. Oh, really okay, well there we go yeah. what, right. are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> look at the things i spent a while oh, looking at a poster Actually, I'm glad you said that because it's good to have a different opinion. So cheers for that, Ben. Um, ben, I think you might have actually answered this already, but he says, um, Fon says he purchased Grim Fandango and, it's, um, and see it's crossed by for Vita and PS4. Is it cross-save as well? If I own a Platinum, does it count as one or two? And Ben, you replied, if you're on PSN, it should auto cross-save. So I guess that can't, I guess that answers that. I don't know anything about Grim Fandango, though. Can anyone shed light on that? I did some research. I think that was true. Oh, okay. Um, right. Um, so, yes, I can't really comment on the Platinum there, um, Fon. Sorry. I, I've, it's a pity Stephen's not here because he's actually played the game. He reviewed it. So, um, hopefully, but hopefully what Ben said helps out a bit. Yeah, um, I can't answer more. I didn't buy no, in the end. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Um, he did send something on February 12th. Um, I should read this as well because this might have been around the time of the Resident Evil one, but he, he said, I haven't forgotten about uh, about you guys. I still listen as a lawyer fan. I still write emails, but I guess you um, you guys didn't get it or have questions for... Uh, oh, well, if, he did, if you did send some emails, man, we didn't get any... We didn't get a few before February 12th, so that's um, our bad on that. Sorry about that. We That one you sent there was actually the first one we got in quite a while. 
So I don't know what happened there, but damn, we'll be extra sure. I'll, I'll make sure I'm actually careful to check for emails now, Fon. So keep sending it in, bro. Um, uh, this one's for Ben, actually. Um, yeah, I think you can answer this easy enough. He says, um, are you getting Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse and have they set a release date for Naruto? Um, I'm not quite sure what he meant there. He says, yeah, Naruto. Ultimate Ninja Storm. Four. Yeah, that's it. That's one. <laughs> can you answer that? <laughs> uh, I'm currently playing Dragon Ball as we're podcasting. Cool. Yeah. And. Uh, Naruto, no release date yet, but expect sort of like October probably. Cool, cool. Uh, Excellent. Thanks. Uh, for... I'll, I'll be down to review that, I'll, uh, even if I have to fight everyone to do it. There we go. Uh, you won't have to fight me. That's all yours as far as I <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks for the reminder there, and thanks for the emails, Fonz. It's actually nice to have a change to read some out. Um, I wonder what happened to some of the other regulars. There was some... Um, Brett, I think his name was. He used to email us a lot. A guy called Brett. So if you're listening, man, hi. Fonz, Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, all the people uh, on my PSN who have added me from the podcast. Thanks, guys. Our listeners, you guys here, the rest of the PSU staff, thanks for joining me. That's been episode 68. I am your co-host, Michael Harridance. And thank you, Ben, Gary, and Neil. We will see you again, hopefully around this time next week. So cheers. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everyone. Good. And that's all, I've, <laughs> all that's left to say is it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.